Welcome to On The Map, the podcast at the intersection of real estate development and technology. Today's episode is brought to you by Planned Grocery. Did you know that there are over 550 grocery stores planned across the United States? Check out plannedgrocery.com to learn more. Now for today's episode. Hey everybody, I'm David Beats, host of On The Map podcast and co-founder of Beats and Day Geographics, as well as co-founder of Planned Grocery. I'm excited to have Ron Greenland, founder of Be Smart Land Audit, on the podcast today. In addition to founding Be Smart Land Audit, Ron is an active real estate investor and developer in Florida. Uh, welcome, Ron. So, what is Be Smart Land Audit? Uh, Be Smart Land Audit is a uh, is a cursory view of the due diligence um, information that you're going to run into when you uh, normally buy real estate, um, especially in areas where you have more sensitive stuff, it's, you know, typically somebody like me, if I'm looking at a large tract land would, uh, would go out and hire a, uh, a uh, an environmentalist, um, a phase one person to give me a, um, a look at the developability of a piece of property. And mm-hmm. what my site does is allows you in five minutes pretty much to go through and let you know what you're going to run into as you do due diligence. So it's just a, a quick cursory view um, of what you're most likely going to run into so that you, you don't waste a lot of money or uh, time on a piece of property that it's not developable the way you need it to be. Okay. Okay. And so who, who would be your uh, primary audience like uh, real estate brokers or developers? Yeah. Anybody that's going to, um, uh, the majority benefit is if you're going to try to do something with raw land because mm-hmm. um, that's when you're going to run into environmental problems, whether it be endangered species, contamination, wetlands, it would um, anybody who's going to mess with raw land on, on really any sort of scale. Um, okay. That would okay. be the, the audience. Gotcha. Okay. And so, and so why did you create a uh, be smart land audit? Was there a personal um, experience of maybe buying some bad land or, or being involved in, in a deal where maybe, you know, you didn't see something that, that could have been seen if you had this software? Well, it was um, um, actually, it was more of a time and money thing. And when, mm-hmm. when I would go and find a piece of property that, I thought had a lot of potential. The norm, like I was saying earlier, was you know you would have to go commission different groups and spend money to um, to see what the what kind of hair and freckles, let's call it, that mm-hmm. uh, property had on it. And and so you know it may take you forty five or sixty days and and uh, eight or ten thousand dollars. And by the time your stuff comes back, you know maybe maybe you've already lost the deal or uh, you're behind the, um, the, the scope of what a due diligence period, you know, the contract allows you. So it was more of a, an efficiency thing. What, what we found out in the beginning was that a lot of these groups that you would hire would go back to their office and look at a database mm-hmm. of, um, of the regulatory agencies. And so it just made a lot of sense that if, they're going back and looking at databases that already exist on known issues. Why not just incorporate uh, a direct link where on 
instead of visiting 20 through 23 different uh, websites like EPA, DEP, um, FWC, uh, FWS, that, you know, you would just have it all in one um, site where, number one, you could save money, and number two, you could tell real quick if you were wasting your time going after something that you really couldn't develop, like maybe somebody, you know, such as a seller or realtor represented. Right. Okay. Interesting. So, so you, you basically used your, you know, personal experience, you know, of, of going through this due diligence to, to create the product. Um, so that's, that's very interesting. Do you, do you have any stories of people not doing enough due diligence, um, you know, for land purchase? You know, Dave, one of the, um, one of the bigger ones was we were at the, um, a conference uh, or a convention in Orlando mm-hmm. and I was demonstrating my site and this lady had come up and uh, she was showing me, she asked me to pull her site up um, or her property up that she was closing on in four days. Mm-hmm. And this was in uh, Orange County, Florida. And so I pulled it up and I showed her, I said, ma'am, there's a conservation easement on your whole site that you can't develop this at all. A previous developer, a developer gave up the, uh, the rights for mitigation, you know, back in 07. Right. And she was just floored, but wow. I think it was, uh, the price tag was a, around a million eight and she was fixing to get burnt. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Um, does, does your, you know, what, I guess what, does your uh, the platform that you have now? Um, where does your data cover now, and and do you have plans to expand that coverage area? I do, and 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 to go back to what you had said earlier, I developed this initially just for me, mm-hmm. and so what happened after I put it together is, um, you know, I would have um, friends or uh, developers or realtors say, uh, hey, Ron, can I come by? I, I've got a deal going and I just want to run it through your database to, um, to see if it has any issues. And so after that happened, you know, numerous times and it was becoming pretty constant, that's when I was like, well, maybe I should make this uh, available to the public and, mm-hmm. and maybe there's some opportunity there. So being that I predominantly developed in Florida, my, uh, my initial area um, that my, uh, my coverage is, is, is it, uh, in Florida. Okay. And so we have some layers that are, uh, uh, nationwide, uh, but the, the predominant focus in the beginning was Florida. And so, yes, we are expanding for the rest of the nation. And, um, and, and that takes a little bit of time, but uh, stay right. tuned because it, um, some of the layers, um, are, um, are about done being built and it's, it's quite a bit of work to put it together on each area so that it's accurate. Right. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, very good. And so, you know, while we were talking earlier, I, I know that you mentioned that um, the, the site has uh, what responsive design. So, so it does work in the field. Is that correct? Yes. If you're, um, um, if you're out in the field and it's showing there's an Eagle nest, uh, you can tell as you're walking up what direction it is and when mm-hmm. you're getting into the buffer zone, because, you know, like any endangered species, uh, 
there's a buffer zone where like with an eagle at 660 foot that you um, have to stay away from a, a nest during nesting season. And so whether it would be wetlands, uh, some sort of contamination, even sinkholes, okay. this will tell you in the field where you are um, in relation to uh, the known data that the regulatory agencies have on any site. Okay, very cool. So you could spend some time in the office kind of checking out a site and then you could actually use the app you know, on your phone when you're walking around the site, you know, to maybe verify some information. Um, very cool. Uh, so, so, so do you have any plans for uh, new features? Uh, yes. And it's, you know, what you run into is that um, a lot of things like um, it, it used to be that the feds or um, on the state or uh, federal level is where most of the data was uh, was kept, and uh, what you're seeing now is more of your um, local counties will start to uh, have their own database mm -hmm. that will have the Fed stuff in there also, but it'll be um, more local oriented uh, and updated quicker. And so we right. always add those as counties. Um, Put them together. GIS is uh, is a complicated um, uh, field, and so you find that not every county has a GIS department. And so as they put them together, and uh, and start to publish some information that may differ from a state or federal level, mm -hmm. then we grab those layers and um, incorporate them into our site. Right, thinking that at the county level, somebody's probably going to have more detailed information than someone at, at a state or federal level. Would that be right? Yeah, you know, typical red tape. So yeah. it, uh, just because, you know, this, they may find a, um, an endangered species on a, um, on a field assessment, and it may take the county four or five days to input that data, and it mm -hmm. may take the state uh, a matter of months to right. Uh, input it and then on a federal level it, it may be even further behind so it's just a matter of um, getting closer to where the data comes from because generally the the federal government's not out there doing the studies there that's just where you report your findings to gotcha gotcha okay okay um, yeah so, so this is a little off topic but you know you seem to obviously know Florida very well uh, what, what do you see happening there now in the real estate market, and uh, where do you think um, are the best opportunities? Well, Southwest Florida is experiencing tremendous growth right now. It's mm -hmm. the, um, the, the freeze line seems to stop at uh, Tampa, and so south of there, you know, it may freeze once every four years and mm -hmm. you know, maybe only for a couple hours at a time. <coughs> Excuse me. And so... Um, we're, we're experiencing tremendous growth. And I think on a national level that you'll see that uh, Florida probably has um, at least four or five of the spots in the top 10 for growth. So okay. it's, um, it, it seems to be a destination for, uh, for a lot of people, um, Florida overall, but Southwest Florida seems to have the quality of life um, where you have uh, a lot of things to do, but, you still end up with a small town feel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, very good. Very good. And, and um, you know, I know that you're still active in real estate. What, what kind of deals are keeping you busy now? 
I predominantly do residential development. Um, and so I buy big tracks and um, uh, whether it would be stuff left over from the real estate bus that's still working its way um, through as an REO from, um, from foreclosures or whether it's um, opportunities that you just have to act quick on. But um, mm -hmm. I have a, an RV park going in Fort Myers as well as two residential subdivisions. And then I'm, have okay. two developments going in, in Charlotte County, uh, which is uh, the next county north of Lee. Okay. Okay. Well, very good. So, so in creating this mapping platform, uh, what, what lessons have you learned? And is there anything you would do differently if you had to start it all over again? Well, the, the creating it one was, you know, looking back and, and kind of seeing that I make 90% of my money and 10% of my time. So mm -hmm. it was, it was about what could I, what could I streamline to where I'm more efficient with my time? And mm -hmm. so that was, that's back to um, the whole reason that it works is it's a, uh, it, it's a huge time and money saver. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And I would Very say good. that, you know, like, like any um, website in the, or, or, or any venture, in the beginning, you um, you find things that work, and um, with with GIS, uh, as you know, you can sit and wait for a while for uh, for files to load. Mm -hmm. So it took a bit of time to find out the most efficient way to uh, display stuff, okay. so that a, a a customer or myself gets uh, the data back in in a second or two rather than, you know, waiting maybe five minutes for something to load, which, right. you know, depending on your internet speed or how you display stuff, you know, in the beginning, we, we did it in um, shape files. And, um, and now we're, we found that, you know, tiles allow you to, uh, to dynamically display a picture. And it's, it's just so much quicker. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, all right. So, so any, any kind of, um, um, any thoughts on how a, a grocery anchored, um, real estate developer could benefit from your platform? Well, yeah, I mean, especially in environmental areas, the, um, um, in Florida, for instance, you know, right around a third of the state is wetlands. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, there, there's a lot of, uh, endangered species, um, uh, contamination and that kind of stuff that if you don't know what you're looking for, you really don't know what can bite you. And you may be outside of the scope a little bit, with, depending on what engineer, uh, you know, everybody has their different roles that they play. So anybody that's going to mess with raw land is, um, is, is going to find, you know, great benefit out of a, a quick results mm -hmm. on, on what your potential problems are. And, and because of the huge um, residential development that has happened uh, in the, say, since 2012, that the rooftops are there now. And so, you mm -hmm. know, the rooftops have to come first before the grocery stores and the commercial and, and all the other things that are supported by the people. So right. we are seeing a lot of expansion now in um, all over Florida because um, the amount of people I, I'm, I'm sure we're the number one destination 
for retirees right now ahead of uh, Arizona and South Texas. Okay. And, and, and one of the bigger benefits that we have is that it gets really cold up north. Mm-hmm. So that drives people here. But yeah, so now we're seeing new grocery stores and strip centers um, open up um, uh, all over the place. But again, they have to follow the uh, once the rooftops are in. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, all right. So I'm looking at your website right now. Um, if people want to try to reach you, they can, um, they can find your website at, uh, let's see, besmartlandaudit.com. Um, do you, do you have any other ways, uh, for other people to, uh, be able to, um, get in touch with you? Uh, sure. If, if somebody, uh, there, there's a phone number on there. It's, uh, 941-460- zero zero seven zero okay uh, the, the website if if somebody wanted to see all the different layers and stuff that are there and, and a lot of this stuff is is hard to find but a, again i would go back to saying that if you look at all the different layers we have there you um if you did a, a typical development and hired a uh, an engineer a uh, environmentalist and a phase one there's mm-hmm. a lot of layers that none of those companies are going to pick up on such right. as uh you know sinkholes or uh um, so it's certain other federal layers of contamination and so it's um mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a real handy tool that'll keep you from having to call your partners and saying you're not going to believe what i've done right right awesome okay well this is great well Thanks so much uh, for uh, coming on the podcast today and um, look forward to uh, seeing how, how this platform uh, develops over time. Hey, thanks for your, uh, your time, David. All right. Thank you.